how do you feel about the New Testament book of Revelation? Many Christians find Revelation to be confusing, scary even. I've heard that comment again and again growing up from not just novice Christians, but from folks who've been in the church for years, folks who avoid it because they find it so difficult, even the occasional minister or two that feel very uncomfortable with Revelation. Yet it's important for us to realize that while Revelation is different, while Revelation is complex, it is by no means my intention to suggest that it's easy to understand. It does take some work. Just because Revelation conveys its message differently doesn't mean that we can't understand it. It doesn't mean that we should be scared of it or even avoid it. Because the reality is, Revelation is meant to be a blessing. In fact, the book itself says that. In Revelation chapter 1, beginning with verse 1, we read the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave him to show to his servants the things that must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. And blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it for the time is near. In order to understand Revelation, we cannot skip these first three verses at the outset. Because so many of the problems, so many of the sources of difficulty and confusion we get ourselves into when it comes to the last book of the Bible is because we don't give enough weight to the purpose that God himself assigned to Revelation. You see, oftentimes we approach Revelation as though it's a revelation of the end times. It's a revelation of the future. It's a revelation of our future. We pour over its prophecies and try to identify ways that we might see that taking place within our own time, in our own political system, our own economic systems, our own inter- national conflicts that we get wrapped up in. We look at Revelation and see it as being primarily about describing what will happen when Jesus comes again and the world comes to an end. Yet, what specifically did God say this was a revelation of? The very first words tell us that this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Whenever we approach the last book of the Bible, understand first and foremost what it is primarily revealing to us. It's revealing Jesus to us. It's helping us to see Jesus, even in the midst of a world where there is great conflict, where there is great suffering, this reveals Jesus to us. It's certainly a revelation from Jesus, as he'll be one of the primary speakers throughout the book, but it's also a revelation of Jesus. It helps us to understand where he stands 
in the midst of so many of the things going on in the world. But not just in our world, because we weren't the original audience the revelation was given to. God gave it to show the servants of Jesus the things that must soon take place. Oftentimes, when revelation is difficult or even scary, it's because we read it selfishly. We make it all about us. But to really do a right handling of God's word of truth, we need to first try to understand what it would have meant to the people who originally read it. Because when this revelation was first given, it was couched in terms of what must soon take place. And while we certainly can appreciate that with God, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day, this revelation had to mean something to those followers of Jesus in the first century, followers who we understand from history were facing great persecution, great hardship, a world that might make you wonder, well, where is Jesus in all this darkness? So reading this revelation of Jesus Christ had to speak something that was meaningful to them. And if our only approach to it is to make it about ourselves, if we are interpreting it exclusively as being about things that are happening in our time, then we're missing the point. And the point, as we see it unveiled, is that for those who are serving Jesus, for those who belong to Jesus, this revelation of Jesus is meant to be a blessing. If you're serving Jesus, it is not God's intent that you read Revelation and be hopelessly confused. It's not God's intent that you read Revelation and come away anxious or afraid. It's meant to be a blessing. It's meant to help you feel God's favor with you, to have a sense of him coming near to help you. And even in how that blessing was worded in verse 3, it tells us something. Because it's specifically a blessing on the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. That's how Revelation first would have been received by many Christians. Someone in a gathering of followers of Christ would read what John was inspired to write here. They would read it out loud because they might only have one copy of it in a congregation, because there might be only a few people that are actually literate in that congregation. Many of those first century followers of Jesus may very well, like the rest of the world's population, been illiterate. They couldn't read. So this was a blessing on the one who reads aloud and on the one who hears. So if there's a blessing that an illiterate first century Christian could receive just from hearing Revelation read, then certainly us, with all of these resources, with the ability to read with multiple translations of the Bible, with commentaries and visual aids and all of these different ways to help us dig in and understand it, with all these historical resources that we can turn to, certainly we can find a blessing in Revelation as well. But not just for our comfort also for our encouragement to keep what is written. Because in any of these prophecies that Scripture declares to us, 
It's not meant for us to just store away in our heads. A study of Revelation isn't meant to just be a debate about what different symbols mean or how certain things uh, should be understood. We're meant to do something with it. When Jesus is revealed to us in a book like Revelation, it's a call to action for us as the hearers. It was a call to action for those Christians in the first century receiving it. It's a call to action for us who have inherited that faith, who've had it handed down to us as we look around at the darkness and struggle in our own world and seek to see Jesus, to see where Jesus stands in the midst of the struggle, to see Jesus someday when he comes again. When that is the approach that we take to biblical prophecy, when that is the approach we take to the prophetic book of the New Testament, the book of Revelation, then we, as people who belong to Jesus, don't have to be scared. We don't have to be confused. We can be blessed.